It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. You know AM570 LA Sports is the Dodger station. But did you know this season, we stream every single moment of the game on the iHeartRadio app. Just search AM570 LA Sports and be sure not to miss a moment. AM570, an LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on. Fred Rogan, Jonas Knox now in for Rodney on AM570 LA Sports. Did that Bugs Bunny sound like an old Walter Winchell impersonation? Who the <laughs> hell is Walter Winchell? You don't remember? Is that the and guy all that... the ships at sea. Yeah, he, uh, he's Winchell's the... Donuts, right? No, it's not Winchell's Donuts. It's a guy that used do to do these Win... radio updates. Hey, do you remember Winchell's Donuts, though, Fred? I do. That? Yeah, I think there's yeah. still I think there's still one in existence in like uh, Reseda or Van Nuys or somewhere like that. But uh, Winchell's I, Donuts, yeah, that's I've seen Winchell's thing. Donuts. What they're yeah. out of business? I didn't know that. No, there was like one left. I think it's in Van Nuys. There used to be a Winchell's Donut uh, growing up near my house. I just remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but I'm glad you brought up Winchell's Donuts here. Uh, and I, don't I, I really didn't. To Bugs Bunny, but uh, I, I didn't bring it up. To be All quite right. honest with you, okay. it didn't even come up. And here's something else that I'm yeah. a bit troubled by. So Chauncey Billups is the new coach of the Trailblazers. Congratulations yes. to Chauncey, right? Congratulations, Chauncey. Two years ago, he was a broadcaster. This year, he's an assistant coach. Yep. They're they're going to have a news conference naming him tomorrow. Yeah. Don't you think they should wait till the Clippers are done? He's going to go to a news conference and become coach of the Trailblazers while the Clippers are still playing? <laughs> that's Do funny. they think they're out after tonight? That, that's uh, that's funny what you're doing there. That's funny. Well, what am I doing? Yeah, just like the false hope you're providing Clipper fans. It's funny. The series is over. And do you want to know why the series is over, Fred? Uh, because oh, God. it's okay to review an out-of-bounds play in one game, but not the next. Because right. we're pretty certain. Uh, okay, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what that is. This what is, is that? This is the officials getting tired of being second-guessed. And they're tired of having to go to replay. And they're tired of people questioning whether or not they can do their job accurately in real time. Guess what? Based on all the information and everything else that we We've seen from NBA officials over the past several years, including, I don't know if anybody wants to bring this discussion up, the fact that you had an official admit to betting on games that he officiated. That was 100 years ago. Okay. Well, so so we just think that it's completely gone. So, yes. So, oh, so you think it's completely gone? No, I think they cleaned that up. All right. So this is nothing to worry about. No shady stuff whatsoever. I mean, you had an NHL official say that he wanted to give a team a penalty this year uh, just to kind of let them know who's boss. Like, you, you and had, Okay, yeah, he got fired. You don't think that there's some, some funny stuff? You don't think that you don't look at that situation and go, why can we review that play uh, one game and not the next? Be consistent, man. That's all anybody asks for. And then right. the NBA tries to cover their ass by releasing this two minute report at the end of games. 
that does me no good. That literally does me no... It's like telling somebody, like, hey, man, I can't find my car keys. Next thing you know, you're on a bus out to Staples Center to go cover a game, Fred, and your son goes and calls you and says, hey, man, I set your car keys up near the front door. Did you grab them? Uh, no, that does me no good now. I'm going to bus a Greyhound with a homeless guy throwing up on himself, a sewer rat, and some other guy that left Venice where the tents are out in Tent City because he ran out of a pole so he could keep the thing up during a torrential downpour. you got to deal with that one. Your son could have told you before the fact the keys were by the front door. You can grab them on your way out. No, he didn't give you the heads up, Fred. So the NBA officials saying after the fact, oh, we messed up this call. We should have gotten this one right. This is the best way we should have handled. It it does the Clippers no good, and because of it, they're going to be going home, and you got a bunch of bitter Laker fans that are going to be celebrating and stepping on the corpse of the L.A. Clippers, most likely later on tonight, which you'll be happy about, just as long as somebody offers you weed while you're doing your TV report. Okay, a couple of things. Uh, First, that was very unrealistic. There is no Greyhound bus that goes to Staples Center. Well, whatever, you know, Greyhound. No, they don't. They don't go to Staples Center. You cannot take a Greyhound bus to Staples Center. Sorry, Uh, Toluca Lake Transit. What do you want, Fred? I don't know. I I think a Metro would be fine. Okay, Metro. But I don't think you can take a Greyhound to uh, Staples Center. Secondly, uh, I do agree with you, and I said it earlier that you need to be on that bus. If there is that what you're agreeing with? Okay. No, no. Uh, they do need to be consistent. I think what happened was, after the uh, replay of Palooza, the league office got involved and said, stop. That's too much. That's just too much. But I think if you have it, you should use it. It's 100%. That's, a, that's the dumbest. You know, this this part kills me. And, and this isn't just the NBA. This is the NFL. When you get these people who say, oh, come on, man. Can we just speed the game up? First, like, where do you got to go? Like, honestly, like another five minutes to get a call right. Is it, Remember Dennis Erickson? Dennis Erickson was the head I coach. I do. All right. So he was the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. They were in a game against the Jets. Vinny Testaverde had a goal line sneak at the end, and the Jets won the game. Upon further review, he was a ha- like a half yard short. They got the call wrong. Dennis Erickson lost his job because they didn't make the playoffs. Had they ruled it correctly on the field or had the advantage of replay and the benefit of replay after the fact, Dennis Erickson would have kept his job, and who knows what would have happened to his career afterwards. So this idea that we have access to this stuff, as you said, but no, come on, we don't need to use it all. It's like, okay, you know, I, I have a car, but you know what? I'm going to walk to work instead. Like, why, why would I want to use my car? I got a phone, but you know what? Let me go n- knock door to door instead of calling somebody. It just, it, the, that whole talk is dumb. I don't know why people go there. They have access to it. They should have reviewed both. I don't understand why you don't want any interpersonal contact. Why can't you walk door to door and say hello to people? What are you afraid of people? Have you seen my neighbor? I've not. All right. Well, when, uh, when, when you come over, which will never happen because if it doesn't have a gate in front of the community, you got no interest in being there. But when I you do not live in a gated community. Right, cool. Well, listen. I, I, oh, okay. Well, it's, it's the closest thing to a gated community. Right. Well, there's a gate in front of it, but it's yeah. not a community. <laughs> yeah. Do you need a code? Yeah. Do you need a code to get into your complex? I don't live in a complex. Okay. Do you need a code to get in access to? If you wanted to get close to your house, is there a code that you need to punch in to do so? What do you mean by code? Like, like you go to a gate, you punch in a code. Like, what is it? Like, I'm not saying give out your gate code, but do, you, but do you have a code on your front gate to get into you where you live? Well, you have to hit buttons. Okay, very good. Yeah, see, so so I just I wanted people to understand 
how yeah. not relatable you are to the audience. I Wait a minute. I was in Thousand Oaks all the time. I've been to Thousand Oaks many times. Yeah, I know, but you, well, there's two different parts of Thousand Oaks, Fred. There, there's, oh. the, there's the 101 side, and then you go on the 23, and things change. I'm on the 23 side, Fred, and that's why they call it the 805, not the 805. Do you live by Thousand Oaks High School? Uh, kind of. Okay, well, that's where I've been. Okay, well, I mean, uh, and, and that's why you're not there permanently. That's right. Yes. So, I, I don't really want to go back. So we're in agreement. So I, so now that we're in agreement that you're a gated community guy and I'm not, I do think that's what makes us uh, uh, you know, uh, such a great combination whenever we get to work together, Fred. So yeah. if you do ever decide, you know what, I want to slum it with the people in Ventura County because, you know, L.A. County, I just I feel like I need to be more relatable to the audience. When you come I've been out here, to Ventura County. No, I've been to Ventura County many times. Is it Westlake in Ventura County? No, I think Westlake's L.A. County. We're gonna, no, I don't think so. I think it's on the border. I think Westlake's the border of uh, L.A. and Ventura County. They, they, they behave like they're L.A. County. That's all I what know. What about Moore Park? Moore Park's Ventura County. I've been to Ventura County. All right. Yeah, What of, of course. Moore Park's got a country club. Let me guess. Tierra had a country club. You've been there, Fred? It's not bad. Yeah, okay. <laughs> At least we cleared that out. But when you do come out here, I'll knock on the front door of my neighbor's house. They'll open the door, and I'll look at you and say, see what I mean? And then you'll turn around and walk away. So, you okay. know, yeah. So that's why I don't want interpersonal contact with these people. I see. All right. Well, now we need some spirituality. Now Are we, we on need... the air? I, I'm sorry about that. I didn't know we were on the air. Excuse yeah, me. we're on the air. We, we need some spirituality, Jonas. we got to come together. I mean, after what you just said about your neighbor. What's his name? I don't want to talk about What's your neighbor's name? I, I don't want to talk. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Fred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Ted? <laughs> yes, Ted, yeah. <laughs> Ted Smogan. Do you remember him yeah. from last week? Yes. I do. I do yeah. remember. All right. Well, now, uh, something highly unusual on the show. Normally, we reserve this for the 2 o'clock hour. But since we have Chris Broussard coming on at 2, we, we have to start the week off right. We need some yes. spirituality. We need love. And to provide all of that, we welcome on Vic the Brick with the Daily Haiku at 2, which today is at one thirteen. And Vic, good afternoon. <laughs> Does Vic know we're going on at one today? Well, good afternoon, Fred. Oh, God, the Comrex again. Clear as a Vic, bell. Vic, Vic, can I ask you a question? Just one question. Of course, Fred. Because you know this is one of our biggest segments of the show. Oh, I hate to ask, and, and I'm, I apologize. Are you near the landline? I am always near a landline, Fred. Oh, that sounds much better. What did you do? Nothing. I'm on the Comrex, Fred. I'm on the right. Comrex. I know, I know you are, Vic. I'm just saying. I want it to be crystal clear. That's all I ask. Like crystal clear persuasion? Vic, go pick up the landline. <laughs> you know what? Hey, hey, Vic, I love your Comrex flex. I love it, man. I love the fact that whenever you decide you want to go ahead and let Fred know who's boss, you just raise your voice a little bit, and Fred steps back and goes, you know what? That's a damn Comrex right there. I love what you do, Vic. I'm not going to be critical. Yep. It doesn't sound to you uh, muddy. I mean, it's, I, you know, it's not studio quality, but, you know, there's... It, it's yeah, but it's, it doesn't sound... It's not... Vic, can you, can you go on the landline or no? I would have to uh, hang up. And call back. All right, just just leave it, Vic. It's fine. Good afternoon, Jay Knox. 
Hello, Vic. And hello to that sexy Comrex you have. Thank you so much. And put your hands together and show the love. He's the executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney show. It's Kevin Figures now. Yeah, come on now. Uh-huh. His diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. On the Thanks ones and the that. twos. That necessary. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought you'd hit the drop. That was No, weird. I'm not. Why would I hit the drop? No. All right. Let's go ahead and update I'm the resume. Drop. Let me go ahead and update my resume in three, two. <laughs> <laughs> He's a musical maestro. Every sound emanating from the shows are from this man's vast musical genius. Please show the love. You know him, you love him. It's Ronnie Fossey, y'all. <laughs> Victor Brick on the Comrex now. Yeah. Take take off that bra, pull up your pants, and be a man. You didn't hit that drop either? <laughs> you just did, Fred. Thank you. Okay. By the way, when is Vix Comrex going to have a Twitter account? Somebody out there has got to make a Vix Comrex Twitter account. <laughs> I, I don't know what, I don't right know what happened to it. I, I don't know what happened to the Comrex. That's my only concern. I don't know what happened. It was perfect. And now it sounds a little muddy to me. That's all I'm saying, Vic. Well, it's, it's, it's very temperamental. You know, it's, it's high technology for yes. I mean, it, it's kind of like the Milton Bradley of Comrexes, if you think about it. Very it? Very talented, but at a moment's yeah. notice, got to be careful. You don't want to piss it off. Don't throw a water bottle at it. Don't. Yeah, don't do that, for sure. Before I get to the haiku, did anyone watch my favorite show of the year? The BET Awards? I missed him, Vic. I was in Phoenix. That's the only reason. Otherwise, I'd have been glued. Yeah, Phoenix well, doesn't have television. It's, it's, it's on nationally, Fred. Uh... I, no, I wasn't sure. I didn't know how to turn on the TV. I'm sorry. Vic, you didn't get the memo? They only show the BET Awards at Toluca Lake. You didn't, you didn't hear that, Vic? No. <laughs> Not available in Scottsdale. <laughs> Downtown Phoenix. <laughs> number one, number one. My favorite Certainly not band. available here. Yes. <laughs> My favorite band now is Silk Sonic. The collaboration, Who? Silk Sonic. I've been, Silk I've Sonic. been on them for the last year since yeah. they got together. Yeah. Bruno Mars and Anderson Park. And they debuted their new single. And it was just a sensational performance. Is that so? That's Bruno Mars's new band. That's his uh, his new group. Newest collaboration nice. with Anderson Pack. Yes, beautiful. I was wondering what we, what he was going to do after he butchered that halftime show at the Super Bowl. Why do you have to go there? Because he what stunk. You? That's why. Are you kidding me? He stunk. No, Bruno can do no wrong. But also breaking news. Oh yes. From Fred, one of your girls, Cardi B, announced that she basically is pregnant. With well, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean basically? What do you mean basically pregnant? She's pregnant or not? She can't basically be pregnant, can she? <laughs> she revealed the bump during one of her songs. I mean, she was still, you know, still singing her heart out. Bless her heart. You know, with Offset, they'll be their second child. They have a two-year-old culture with a K, who was their first, uh, their first baby. So I spell knowledge with Cardi B. I spell it. knowledge. I spell knowledge with a K, so I can appreciate that culture with a K, knowledge with a K, and with Kevin a K. with a K. Well, Mazel Tov, Cardi B, and Offset of Migos. 
do we, Vic, do we have confirmation that she's pregnant? Yeah, Where that's what I want to know. All over the internet, all over her website. Did she say she's program. pregnant? Yes. All right, so she did. So why was she basically pregnant? She is or she isn't? No, she is. Okay. But you would. It really was a well kept, not a very well kept secret. But when she was performing, uh, you can see the baby bump, and she still just rocked it. You know, it's Scotty B, man. Yeah. She just rocks. Oh, she does. I need oh. some confirmation on that. That she rocks or she's pregnant? No, that she's pregnant. You know. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's under Graham. You heard that. Oh, okay. I mean, I, 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 I don't go to confirmed. Cardi B's Instagram. Sorry. I, I missed that. It's been confirmed. Okay. Okay. Vic, let me ask you a question. Of course. Clippers are playing tonight here. Western Conference Finals. Dodgers are home tonight. Regular season game against the Giants. Where will they? Be, where will there be more interest? Well, Los Angeles will be more interest, I believe, in the Dodgers hated ones, no doubt. But I think nationwide, I think you know, Clippers on the brink of extinction. They've been a fascinating story without Kawhi Leonard. I think nationwide, uh, that will be the, uh, the, the the bigger story. Yeah, but we only have to talk about Los Angeles. I think Dodgers hated ones. But can I tell you something? And I shouldn't share this, but I'm going to. I misplaced my glasses, and now I'm wearing women's glasses. Okay. I just want that on the record, because Jonas mean, is staring at me. Well, no, I mean, they are a different pair of glasses. Uh, yes. I, mean, I wasn't... Uh, they know. are women's glasses. I didn't right. realize it. Yeah. But I don't care. I'm going to wear them anyway. It's like a uh, combination uh, between uh, Egon from Ghostbusters and Caitlyn Jenner. It's a, real, <laughs> it's a unique spinoff Fred's got going on there. I wear my wife's glasses all the time. My beloved bride, Yuko Sakamoto. I wear her glasses. I've never seen you wear glasses. I wear them all the time, Fred. No. From LA Eyeworks on Melrose. <laughs> oh, they're prescription? Of course. Oh, no, mine are just the readers. You buy okay. like 25 pairs at Costco? Okay. Yeah. Sure. And I lost all 25. Don't turn up, Fred. I'll hit them when I get back, Vic. Well, there's haiku for you on this Monday. June the 28th is from Heki Godo. Heki, H-A-K-I, Godo, G-O-G-O. Heki Godo. I, I thought you were going to, like, Shecky Green. I thought it was going to be some old-time comedian. <laughs> Shecky Godo. Right, that's what I thought you were talking about. Well, Shecky did play the Tokyo Hilton many years ago. Sure he did. Hey, hey, Vic, tell Fred to go to hell, all right? And just, uh, you know, you don't need this sort of aggravation when you're trying to uh, do your haiku. From Shecky you know, Hodo? They, they, make, they make you come on at two mountain time instead of Pacific right. time, and then Fred's got to get in your face about it on the air? No, it's the same time now. Yeah, but it's two mountain time. You know what I mean? No, it's not. It's not two mountain time. Oh, oh so they didn't... Uh, so what, what no. do you mean? So not all mountain time is... They're not always an hour ahead of us? No, only when they uh, switch the clock back. I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that yeah. that's accurate. It's one twenty-two here. It's one twenty-two there. Okay. Well, what about like in uh, Denver? It's one twenty-two. Okay. Oh no! You know why? Because Arizona is one of the only states that does not. That's what it is. Yeah. Same with Hawaii. Hawaii. I think Hawaii is the other one. They don't set the clocks back. Yeah. Yeah. You get what you get here. Yeah. You like it. Yeah. Take this cactus. That's right. 
This haiku on this Monday, June the 28th, from Heki Goto. The sunlit waters gleam, and worshippers, with solemn rites, wash in the shallow stream. I'm feeling you! Heki Goto. Okay, I'm sorry. The Comrex issue. Did they have solemn rice? Solemn rites. R-I-T-E-S? Yeah. Oh, rites. I thought you said rice. I thought they were like washing rice in the water. And I was wondering why. (laughs) Why would you wash the rice? I guess you have to before you eat. But I didn't. I I, I missed it. I'm sorry. To solemn rite, Fred. To wash in the shallow stream. I'm feeling you. Yeah, we got that already. Okay. Hey, by the way, how do you guys feel about rice? Are you kidding me? It's a, a major staple. I know. But, it, but, but isn't it, it bloating? Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, the older I've gotten, the more I've realized. Do, do I actually? Because I look, I love getting like rice underneath uh, beef and broccoli when I was a kid. Like that would be Ooh, like, yeah. my go-to spicy sure. beef and broccoli. But the older I've yeah. gotten, the more I've realized I don't really need the rice. It just it feels like it's just emptiness. It just fills you up faster. It's like you know, like you, you go to uh, you know, like Wood Ranch Barbecue. They've got you know those giant bread rolls on the table in front of you. Like they're great, but it just fills you up, and it, there's nothing really to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I do not. Right. Rice is an am- amazing foodstuff. You know, it, it feeds most of the world, and it, it goes perfectly with so many dishes. So uh, to degrade rice, I, I think you're, I think you're missing the uh, the bone. Yeah. Here. What? Why are you degrading I rice? Degrade rice. I just said the older I've gotten, the less I enjoy it. Listen, uh, look, I'm not the guy who threw rice at a wedding only to see a pigeon explode ten minutes later because they ate it and then drank water afterwards. I'm that's not me. I'm not that guy out there. Uh, you know, basically, a pigeon sees a piece of rice, it may as well be a pipe bomb. All right, at this point, I'm not that guy, Vic. All I was simply was asking the question how we feel okay. about rice, and and I I wanted to get you know sort of everybody's uh, opinion on it. I'm also not Kevin Figures who takes out in and out any chance gets but again i'm not here to point fingers i'm pointing the thumb i could have said that and, and been a little bit more clear about my feeling on rice it's that's only it. because it's well deserved jonas that's yeah. all all right don't give a duck a burrito what don't give it's a duck a burrito <laughs> stories lighting up the sports headlines <laughs> I guess we don't have time for that story. <laughs> no, we do. <laughs> no, we don't. Let's give some love to Jacob and then. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, it's let's brought to you by Jacob and Ronnie. I'm intrigued by this, Fred. Why well, so do you good. Not give a duck a burrito. Please Wait a minute. Me. So so good. So good for you, Kevin. You hit the drop then, didn't you? You had the board. You wouldn't hit the drops earlier, but you could hit it right now, right? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. God, why are you such why do you have such a red ass today? What's wrong? I don't, but it's I have to tell you, you sweat a lot here. Yeah, you're tired of being in Arizona. Uh, listen, you're tired of being in Phoenix. Now, if the Suns go on to the finals, are you gonna have to cover the NBA finals for NBC as well too? What do you think? I'm asking the question. I don't know. Listen, if it wasn't Phoenix, I wouldn't be here. Anything over thirty-seven dollars? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Right, so it depends. On, well, it depends on what special Southwest has. That, that determines right. whether or not you uh, you go to these games. All right. I think good. my flight was sixteen dollars. Yeah. So yeah, it was fine. <laughs> like they think about how far we've come. Back in the day, they they would have sent you out to Pennsylvania to cover the Chinese Taipei team. Uh, oh yeah. The, uh, during the Little League World Series, and now absolutely no chance. Yeah. All right. You want the duck burrito story? Yes. So I'm sitting at Encanto Park here in Phoenix. 
I was actually working uh, at KPNX, and uh, I was having lunch, sitting outside at the park, and they had this burrito place, and I always go get the burrito. Uh, the burrito place is closed. It was a shack, like on 15th Avenue. Uh, the woman, it was a family-run business, and, and she died, and the place closed. All right. So I go get the burrito, and I'm sitting out there. And I'm sitting, and this duck walks up to me. And this duck is like, I don't know, a foot away from me, staring at me, and now quacking. And the duck is getting closer. And the duck is getting closer. Now, I should say, these burritos are the spiciest burritos you've ever tasted in your life. They, they are like red hot, but so good. So the duck is now on me. And the duck is about to, like, bite me or bill me or beat me, whatever they do. I get scared. So the duck is going to attack me for the burrito. So I take a part of the burrito and I throw it. I throw it at the duck. The duck, apparently, that's what the duck wanted. The duck eats the burrito. This burrito is the hottest thing you have ever tasted in your life. This duck takes a couple of bites of it and knows it has made a terrible mistake. Turns... I've never seen a duck run like this, runs, puts their beak in the water, and starts drinking water because the burrito was so hot. That duck never came back to me. Okay. Don't give a duck a burrito. All right. Now, did the duck fly away or just hop back in the water? Well, the duck duck was a bit disoriented after eating the yeah. the the hot burrito. It just kind of sat there and kept gobbling water. Brett, this sounds like something I saw in Looney Tunes like 15, 20 this years is, ago. What are you talking about? Come it's on. either that or like the beginning of a fetish. Right. Like, oh, this, how, this is how I, you know, like a lot of people wonder like, hey, when did Rex Ryan get into feet? Like there had to have been a moment in time where like, you know, he walked by, uh, you know, sprayed his mouth with uh, odor eaters and said, you know what? This works for me. I'm going to go with this. Like, I just wonder, like th this sounds like the beginning of, of some sort of an issue or trauma uh, or, you know, uh, addiction to a ducks that you may have had have you found i don't it? okay no i do not have addiction to ducks you ever eaten duck no. go to a restaurant you ever had duck absolutely not okay well again, you know what is it two it is a delicacy again two different economic uh uh people here not right? necessarily like, yeah, listen, you know i'm uh you know that's not really my thing you know? okay but if you ever go to a restaurant and they say do you want the duck if you have the duck let me tell you something It'll give you bad dreams. Just trust me. It'll hey, make you sweat and you'll have bad dreams. Hey, by the way, Vic, uh, Kevin, Ronnie, you've been working with Fred a long time. Um, listen, when he does Afternoon Delight, some have said, you know, look at you can tell Fred's white when he does that. Uh, the fact that Fred threw out a burrito because it was too spicy and gave it to a duck. No, I ate the burrito, it, but the, the duck whitest, was going to attack that's, me. That's the whitest thing you've ever said on the air, Fred. First of all, no one has ever said, I sound too white when I do Afternoon Delight. That's my vibe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm dope AF. <laughs> <laughs> the burrito was too spicy, so you gave it to a duck. No, Jonas. You? The duck was going to attack me for the burrito, so I gave him a piece. Yeah. I finished it. That was your out. You couldn't handle and, the spice. No, and I didn't go to the lake and start lapping up water either. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I ate it like a man. <laughs> too white for afternoon delight. Kevin, has anybody said that to you? That you are too white for Afternoon Delight? Yes. Uh, I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess speaking of white, let's move on. Speaking of uh, stories garnering headlines today, Scotty Pippen did an interview oh, with GQ <laughs> last week and was very Bravo, Kev. Bravo, Kev. Well, there you go. Way to keep it rolling. All right. <laughs> hey, my man, I'm bringing it together, keeping it in the family because Scotty was a guest on the Dan Patrick Show earlier today here on AM570, and Dan 
kind of pushed him when he says, are you basically saying that Phil Jackson is a racist for not drawing up a play for you at the end of a basketball game some years ago? Here is about a 90-second exchange between Dan Patrick and Scottie Pippen where Scottie Pippen essentially calls Phil Jackson a racist. If you knew that Scottie Pippen had been with the Bulls from 87, battled through the Pistons and every other team that we had to get to those three championships, wouldn't you give Scottie Pippen one opportunity to get a last second shot without Michael Jordan? Like, one year without Michael Jordan. Can I get one shot? Like, I'm doing all the dirty work. But all of that I understand from the basketball standpoint. But when so, you say a racial move... Well, why would why would Tony, who was a rookie, get the last second shot and you put me out of bounds? That's what I mean, racial. Like, that was Scottie Pippen's team. But, but Scottie Phil Pippen then, was but, but, on pace to be an MVP that year, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, why would you put him in a position not to be successful? But if you talk to Phil about this, because you, by saying a racial move, then you're, you're calling Phil a racist. I don't got a problem with that. Do you think Phil was or is? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you remember Phil Jackson left the Lakers, went, wrote a book on Kobe Bryant, and then came back and coached him? I mean, who would do that? I think he tried to expose Kobe in a way that he shouldn't have. You're the head coach, and you're the guy that sits in the locker room and tells the players, this is a circle, and everything stays within the circle because that's what team is about. Okay. Um... Seems like a b- little bit of a reach to me. Yeah. Why wouldn't he draw? Uh, well, because when Phil coached the Bulls, and I'm trying to remember, uh, there were a number of black players on the team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, correct. And um, I don't think he didn't give Scottie Pippen. Yeah, I, I don't think he didn't give Scottie Pippen the ball at the end because of his skin color. He probably thought somebody else would have a better chance to make the shot. Yeah. As for writing the book about Kobe, yeah, you know what? I, I can see. Well, he wrote it about the Lakers. Um, I can see why that might make some squeamish, but I don't think it had anything to do with Kobe's color or the color of the players on the Lakers. I think he was chronicling his time in that season. So, uh, you know, Scotty's entitled to his opinion. Uh, I, I'm not really buying that, Jonas. No, I look. Uh, this is, let me tell you, big picture. Scottie Pippen was made to to look not so great in that documentary, that quote unquote docu. Well, they call it a documentary. Uh, you know, when there's that many inaccuracies, I don't know if you can call it a documentary. The Last Dance. I mean, he was called out by Michael Jordan in that, and you've seen players who felt like they weren't represented fairly, whether it be Isaiah Thomas, whether it be Scottie Pippen, who have come back and and, and said some things. Horace Grant was another one, because they felt like they were sitting at home in the middle of a pandemic, and all of a sudden, this quote-unquote documentary comes out, and these guys are getting thrown under the bus, and they've got no ability to respond, and PR-wise, they feel like they took a hit, and it seems like... Scotty Pippen has done whatever he can to try and bite back against that, to try and change the narrative on him after the fact. Unfortunately, though, when you start going the he's a racist route, that feels like that got away from him a little bit and, and probably not the smartest move by uh, by old uh, no, Pip, no Tippin' Pippen, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no Scotty has lost the way. I mean, the last thing Phil Jackson is is a racist. Are you kidding me? He's a basketball body, Sotsla, enlightened hoop being. 
Phil Jackson. Obviously, you're deluded, Scotty. And if you don't like doing the, the dirty work, then don't do the dirty work. That's what made you one of the great players of our time and space was the dirty work you did. And maybe Coop Coach was a better option in that situation. Yeah. But to lash out at Phil is just insane. And that's what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. Uh, Jonas, you were out at uh, Dodger Stadium yesterday. Yes, sir. Was there? Do you have some observations? I do. Some uh, some observations and some surprising observations from what I witnessed first game back at Dodger Stadium. All right, well, let's get to those next. Bringing you LA's best sports talk weekdays, noon to three. Rogan and Rodney. Post me a pic, finna make me a profit. When a liquor hit, then a get toxic. That's right. Fred Rogan, Jonas Knoxon for Rodney and AM570 LA Sports. That's Megan the Stallion. That's right. Ride Stallion Ride. Isn't it uh, the Stallion, not the Stallion? Well, I've told the story about how in Channel 4, when they read the story about Megan the Stallion being shot in the foot by Tori Langer. What are you talking about? Yeah, remember when she was shot in the foot? No. Oh, Kevin. Yes, he was shot in the foot. Yes. And it w- Fred speaks on it like it's com- like it's Lincoln's assassination. Like everybody should know about it. If you didn't know about that, you didn't know like what no, I didn't know about that. What do you mean, Fred? Oh yeah, at a party. Right. Shot her in the hoof. The stallion got shot in the hoof. And uh they read it on channel four. And of course these people didn't with all due respect, I mean they're not very much into Megan the Stallion. So as they read it, they wrote the real big so they went to Tory Langey, which of course was incorrect. Shot Megan this Megan the I mean screamed it because they wrote it so big they had no idea. Yeah. So it I is mean, the stallion, but not as we presented it on the air some time ago. Why do you have to be so difficult to work with? They're just trying to make your job easier by putting the right stuff on the prompter. Why why do you why do you have to do that? Well, what do you mean? I mean, you don't have to mock them. They did it to help you, and instead you got to make a mockery of it. They're trying to do a serious what? story about a woman getting shot. and, and By the wrong guy, what, by a guy with the wrong name, and then mispronouncing who she is. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we need to air them out. But that's like your thing. You like airing people out on the air. It's like Vic the Brick. He's dealing with some Comrex issues. And instead of just being you know, a great teammate, you got to call him out for all his flaws. No, because I want him to be crystal clear every day, Jonas. And Kevin knows that. Look, Vic has a a different approach. A different. It's not style. Vic's fault. It's not Vic's fault. Okay. It's not Vic. Vic didn't do anything. I mean, see, are you yelling at me though? Yes. Yeah. I mean, to, 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 now now I know Vic's pain. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. All right, what happened at Dodger Stadium? All right, so I have not been to a uh, a sporting event in a long time. I don't know if you know this or not, Fred. There was a pandemic. A lot of things were shut down. So anyways, I got to go to – I have to get up very early to do the uh, morning show on Fox Sports Radio with Brady Quinn. So I get up at right. midnight, like in between midnight and 1230. And so the fact that the game was earlier in the day, it was a 4 p.m. start, I was like, you know what, I could probably swing that and go for a little while. Went to the game and was really curious to see – what the setup was because i've been hearing about these renovations and let me just let me just say this for anybody that's not been to a game wondering whether or not it's safe to get back out to dodger stadium wondering whether or not uh you know it's appropriate to go or whether or not it's worth going i can assure you 
It is 100% worth going. It is fantastic. The job they've done in the outfield, it's a completely new ball game. Like, no pun intended. It's a new park, it feels like, when you walk in there. And, and one of the things I was always, that, that I've always talked about that I think is going to become a bigger deal moving forward with how great the television product is, especially like you go to the NFL. The, the television product in the NFL is so good, and people are playing fantasy football, and people are, are you know monitoring multiple games at a time. There's not going to be maybe as much interest to want to get out to a game in person because maybe you don't want to just watch one game. You want to be able to see all the games on at the same time. you got fantasy players that are going. And so I think it's on. Well, you mean in, in the NFL? Yeah, so in, yeah, in the NFL. But you know you know at SoFi, they're going to have all the games on. Okay, well, well you see. Yeah. And, and that and that's to my point is, it. I think the next step for these stadiums, if you want to continue to get people in and you want to continue right. to do big numbers, is they're going to have to do things that are going to entice people to want to show up to games. Which means you got to get creative, whether it's betting booths or betting kiosks inside the stadium, whether it's more entertainment for things out there. We've seen teams try and do something similar. Uh, you know, at Petco Park they put in a sandbox uh, in Jacksonville where the Jaguars play. They had swimming pools up in the top deck. They, teams have tried to add things. The Dodgers have added a whole new element to the outfield. It's phenomenal. The setup, the view, the vibe, everything involved. I was really, really impressed. Get out to a game. If you're listening to this and then you got, you're got you having questions and you're not sure what to do, get out to a game. The outfield, the view from the outfield, it is completely different. I grew up going into the bleacher seats back when they were six, seven bucks back in the day uh, to go to batting practice. It's a whole different vibe out there, Fred. All the way around, I think what they've done is fantastic. And I, I, I should point out, I know you, you don't like spicy food. I'm a spicy food guy, Fred. I, I like I, spicy food. I, well, listen, I, I don't. There's two different levels of spice. There's you, who's kind of you know the medium, uh, you know, kind of you. you it, it, if it gets too spicy, you'll give it to a duck and murder a duck at a park. But me, uh, I like the duck my food. attacked me. Okay, well, you didn't need to kill it. Right. Well, I didn't. I didn't kill it. All I right. gave it what it wanted. What do you right. want from me? Okay. All right. That's like you know, a dove takes a crap in your backyard, and you gotta you know throw a hand grenade at it. Like, what are we doing, Fred? I mean, it's not. It's not fair. It's not right. I mean, you that's not. Uh, that's not even true. Fred, you one time, a duck attack. You had a, you had a, a ball fall on your face and turn your nose sideways. You could you could survive yeah. a duck attack. Come on, man. Let me tell you one time. Ducks landed in my pool, and what did I do? And it was little ducklings, and the mother duck, whatever you call the mother duck. I know exactly you know what, what did? you did. I know what you did. What I do? You pulled out your sod off. No, I didn't. What I did is I went out and I got those ducks out of the pool because they were trapped there. They didn't know what to do. They'd mm -hmm. flown in. Yeah. And they flew away. Yeah. That's what I did. I, I did not pull out a sod off. How how did you how did you get the uh, ducks out of the pool, Fred? What what was your method? You wonder what I did? Yeah. Let me guess. Take take two uh, two of your Louis Vuitton shoes and bang them together and scare them away. No, I put a ramp in the pool so they could walk up the ramp, oh and then I guided them this out of the pool. This is such a lie. This is this such is a absolutely the truth. You put a ramp in your pool. Yeah, I had Tony a piece Hawk? of wood. I made. I had a piece of wood, and I made a ramp, and then I helped the ducks walk up the ramp, and then they flew away. <laughs> this is such that's a what lie. I did. Fred, they could have flown away. They could have left the pool by flight as well. They got there by flight. They could have left there by flight. No, they were confused. They didn't know where they, they where they were. They were struggling. They were confused. They flew over from the golf course. <laughs> Look, I, I get it. If it's an above-ground doughboy pool from back in the day, I get it. That's a little confusing. Nobody can figure out what the hell those things are and why they're just erected on they the They were there for hours. There. I thought they, they were lost. I helped them. Uh, That's no, they, what I do. I help animals. All right.
even though they hate me. Well, listen, uh, the point is, if you are a fan of spicy food like I am, I love myself some really spicy Indian food. I get the hottest wings wherever. I get the hottest Mexican food wherever. I have to say this, man. The nachos inside the helmet that, they, that they're serving at Dodger Stadium, yeah. uh, I got the jalapenos. I was a little bit concerned they weren't going to be spicy enough because they're the pickled jalapenos, which is you know kind of a soft-serve approach to if you're going to get sure. the jalapenos. You need the fresh so you can get it all. It's not cooked down. And uh, it had a little bit of bite to it. Had some kick to it. So I was impressed through and through. Get out to a game at Dodger Stadium. This is not an infomercial. I, I'm not a, a Dodger fan or a ball washer. I'm just calling it like I see it. Completely new ballpark, and I love the renovations. What, what, why do you have to bring up playing golf? What do you mean? Ball washer. That's where they have those. Yeah. Well, yeah, I understand. But but you know, in sports radio, a ball washer is somebody who uh, kisses up a lot. You know, kind of uh, you know defends an athlete all the way through. You know, there's many. That's of those a, in... that's disturbing. That's disturbing. Oh, that is ball, disturbing. Ball washer. I mean, you never heard yeah. that term before. There's many of those. There's many of those uh, that that cover sports nowadays. You know. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. So, Am I one? No, no, no. Especially in this town. Yeah, a lot of them. Well, I guess proving I'm not, we'll do the sad sack next. <laughs> I mean, that is just sad. Sad sack of the day. We have to acknowledge those that deserve acknowledgement. And the sad sack of the day is Atlanta Hawks guard, Bogan Bogdanovich. Usually reliable sharpshooter, fired blanks last night. Obviously, he wasn't around Cardi B. Anyway, he made oh, just three God. of his 16 field goal attempts, which included two for 10 from three-point range and the loss to the Bucks. What did Vic say? Apparently? Pregnant? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the loss gave Milwaukee the upper hand of the Eastern Conference Finals as they now have a 2-1 lead. Headed into game four tomorrow night, your sad sack. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Love the Atlanta Hawks. Boy, how about uh, Trey Young getting screwed by the officials uh, in that series? I mean, it's one thing to blow a call. It's another thing to stick your foot out and make a guy roll his ankle. Yeah, now he's doubtful for the next game. Now he's in trouble. Yeah, but again, you know, don't question the officials. Not in the NBA. Absolutely not. Don't question. But how great would it be, though? Like, just for content purposes, if we found out that that official took money from the Milwaukee Bucks to do that. He didn't. He didn't. be great if he did, though? No, it wouldn't be great. What do you mean for us? Yeah, it would be great. It sucks for Trey Young, but Fred, you got to think about yourself from time to time. As far as content goes, we'd have content for days. I'm selfless. I think of others. Oh, right. 